this video, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll get maybe three, four, maybe ten questions if I'm lucky. Even if I just answer one question from every person who commented, that's, that's still quite a few. Hey folks, it's Abby, and today I'm going to be giving the A's to your Q's. So in the first video of this month of Vito, I put up a introduction video and then also asked for some questions from you guys. I thought it would be fun to do, and I got a lot more questions than I uh, bargained for. I'm going to try and answer a fair few today in the video. I won't get through them all, but for now, let's get into the questions. Becca from the Comic Book Sanctum asked, Am I mad? And that was in relation to me doing a video every day in October, as well as moving house and moving job and having my birthday. Yes! And you also asked, because that's not a proper question, <laughs> you also asked a book that I will never ever read, ever. That is Anna and the French Kiss by whoever the hell that is. This is the book that got me into booktube, actually. Uh, Lily C. Reads did a rant review of it, and that's how I found booktube. And it sounds absolutely fucking awful. It is just... Mm. I'm just gonna link Lily's video, okay? Just go just go watch Lily's video. I will never read this. Veronica from Veronica Shelf asked if I could only dress in one colour for the rest of my life and it couldn't be black, what colour would I choose? Now first of all, Veronica, I hate you. Because what do you mean it can't be black? I love black. But I would probably pick maroon, I think. Just going off of like the most common colour in my wardrobe. And I have maroon trousers. I have one pair of maroon trousers, so I would at least have some trousers I could wear, because <laughs> the rest of them are black. You also asked if I'm a plant killer, or if plants grow as soon as I look at them, and it's somewhere in the middle. So some plants have unfortunately died in my care, but I'm looking now at three that have survived quite a while. I've had Clyde for probably five years now, my little cactus, so I, I'm not- they don't grow when I look at them, but they're just about alive. Eleanor from Eleanor Nicodair asked what inspires my videos. This is a complicated one. Um, sometimes it's just random stupid ideas that pop in my head. Sometimes it is stuff that I've seen other people do and I really like it so then I'm inspired by it and whenever I do that I always do try to credit them. So for example 30 Before 30 by Chels from Not So Secretly Bookish. That was inspired completely by her and I linked her in the description. Sometimes I watch a lot of like non-bookish YouTube and so sometimes I will be inspired by the content from them and see what I can kind of mutate into a bookish scenario. And most of the time it turns out shit, but it, it can be fun. <laughs> and then Eleanor also asked if I was ever to write a book, what genre would it be in? The overarching genre? Fantasy. But the book that I'm writing... <laughs> Uh, is in the dystopian genre. So I actually did a video about this earlier in the month, go check it out if you're interested. Cache from Shay with the Hobbies asked me 10 questions. I cannot get to all of them, my love, but I will answer some of them. Her first question was how have I grown as a creator and a person over the past year? As a creator, I think I have kind of honed in just that bit more on what I want to actually create. It's a forever evolving process but I'm happier with my editing now and I'm really trying to make sure that the content I'm making is stuff that I would want to watch. So when I started out booktube it was very much like okay here's everything that everyone makes and then I kind of was like okay let's just keep doing this and keep doing this and I've had time over the past year despite the fact that this is when I've been in a full-time job for the first time in my life I've had the time to kind of think of what I actually want to do with my channel, where I want to take it, the direction that I want to go. So 
I'm getting there. It's not fully there yet, it's still a work in progress, but I'm getting there. As a person, I'm both the same and completely different, and that's been me my entire life. I am the same as I was when I was seven years old, but I'm also completely different. I am a bit more confident in myself, but also a bit more reserved and kind of knowing where my limits are. A lot has changed in the past year, in the past month. So by the time this goes out, as I'm filming this, I'm pre-filming this a bit to give myself some wiggle room, because I'm starting a new job and moving into a new house. So as of when this goes live, I'll have been in my new job for two weeks, and I'll have been in my new house for a week. That's a massive change. I'm now living with my partner in a completely different city, and I wouldn't have even envisioned that I would have been in my career that I'm going to be in now, living with my partner at the beginning of this year, just because, obviously, everything that was going on. She also asked, has your taste in books changed as you've begun to learn more about the world outside of your childhood? Yes and no. So, in terms of my taste in books, technically the answer is no. I have actually reverted back. So I've discussed this before, as a child, um, my favourite genre, I read a lot, I read historical fiction, I read contemporary, but my favourite was fantasy. And I kind of went out of that when I came into booktube and was like, oh my god, there's everything to read. I've went running straight back to science fiction fantasy. <laughs> it's where I'm happiest, and I'm very much happy to be back reading mainly in this genre. There's a lot within this genre, I will read everything that spans it, and I will read outside of that genre, but this is my favourite. But what Shay actually means, yes, I have, I have. So as a child I read 99.999% white authors, because that is what was given to me, that is what was available to me. Obviously as a child you have less kind of freedom of picking things like that, I was based off of what I would be given by my mother and what was available in my school library and my town library. And that was mainly white. There was Neil Shusterman books in my town library, which I adored. I didn't... It still maddens me that I could have been like so deep into Neil Shusterman's works. I read the trilogy, I adored the trilogy, and I've wanted to own it ever since. It's still on my wish list. I have brought some more diversity into my books. So I was reading primarily white, female, able-bodied, and heterosexual. I'm definitely changing that up now. I'm definitely getting a lot more diversity into my books in every possible manner. You're right, Shay. I know what you were asking, and yes, it has. I still read fantasy, but I'm reading a lot more from diverse authors, and my reading's better for it because I've found some absolutely fantastic books that I wouldn't have thought to pick up because I wouldn't have went looking for diverse reads. And I was missing out. I was missing out. And the last question I'm going to answer from Shay is, are you glad you got more than three questions yet? No. No. Charles from Not So Secretly Bookish asked me, if you could only read one series for the rest of your life, what would it be? It cannot be Skullduggery Peasant. One, you cow. And two, you didn't think your question through. Pelinor. The Pelinor series. <laughs> I tricked you! Sam from Griff Reads asked if I could only take three books with me to a deserted island, which books would I take? I would take The Singing, which is the fourth book, the final book in the Pelinor series. I would take Aragon, which is the first book in the Inheritance Cycle. Ah, this is difficult. And I would take Before the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshigaru Kawaguchi. That was difficult. I have like seven other books flying through my head right now, like why didn't you take them? We're leaving it. Then, Caitlin from Manchester Rabbit. Of course, 
asked me many a question. The first one I fucking love and I don't know the answer to, which is who would win in a sarky comment fight between Skullduggery Pleasant and Sherlock Holmes? I don't know. I think, I don't know, Sherlock, because I can see Skullduggery being like, well, fine, I've been bested. Can you see Sherlock doing that? No. Caitlin also asked how do I make my thumbnails. She asked some other questions, but this one exposes me a bit, so I thought it would be fun. I make my thumbnails in PowerPoint. <laughs> I don't know how to use any editing software, whether that's Photoshop or GIMP or anything like that. You can do a surprising amount in PowerPoint. So yeah, at some point I will learn how to use GIMP and I will actually properly Photoshop my, my thumbnails but I don't think you need to. Yes, there's still more questions. This is why I didn't answer them all. So next up from Matt, we have, are you able to stay focused for long periods of time whilst reading? And if so, do you have any tips on how to improve that? Yes and no. I was a lot better at this when I was younger. I can struggle with it a bit more now. The ones where I am most absorbed and pay attention for a long period of time are the books that I'm loving, which is pretty much common sense, I'm aware. But those books where I'm really, really into them and I'm struggling to put them down and I know exactly the sort of books that they are, yeah, I can read that no problem. Other times, I struggle to stay focused when I'm reading. Tips to help with it, you can set timers. I found that if I was going to be waiting in a waiting room for an hour, having that set amount of time was really helpful to be like, just sit and read because you've got nothing else to do, you're waiting. It just means that you're sat there focused, just basically make it a thing. Don't just be like, oh, I'll try and read and then go, no, I can't focus. Make it a thing where you sit down and you try and focus and read. Simon asked, are you working within journalism? No, that's not my field. Geological hazards is what I did my studying in. I took the mapping aspect from that and I'm utilising that in my new position, which is in IT, so. The channel named Edged asked me what my favourite genre is, which is fantasy and sci-fi. And finishing out on my most frequent questioner, which is time and chance. So they always leave me questions down in the comments and they've been wanting me to do a video like this for a while, so I'm sure they're pretty happy. Their first question was why am I moving in a time of panini and am I at risk even with two shots? So second question first, no, I'm not at risk. And why am I moving in times of panini? Because it doesn't impact us. So it doesn't actually have an effect on us moving. The only five people involved with us moving are my parents, his mum, me and my partner. All of us know exactly what level of isolation we're doing. Currently he lives with his mum, I live with my parents. So we're already in contact with them and we are happy with the amount of social distancing and isolation that we're doing respectively, which is quite a bit. We don't go out for anything. <laughs> so like my parents go to work and go to do the food shop. I go to work and my partner does the food shop and that's it. They also asked what grade I would give the NHS for their part in handling the Panini situation in the UK. The NHS has done fabulous. They don't have the funding or the staff, not through any fault of their own, to be able to handle it. So yes, it's been a mess, but the NHS has done fantastic at Gaystar. They've done everything that they need to do. And then to end on a more fun note, because Dude, that was a depressing set of questions. But to end on a more fun note, we have a last question from Caitlin, which is, when are we taking over the world together? And my answer, Caitlin, is when you get your butt down to York. That was some of your cues aid. You put in a lot more than I was expecting, and this video was a lot longer than I was expecting. This was me trying to narrow it down, so I'll probably answer the rest of these at some point. 
in the future for another video. It means that when I, I'm trying to think of video ideas in November and I've run out because I've done 31 videos in October, I'll have more ideas. So it's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching folks, if you'd like to see some more from me please do hit subscribe and if you enjoyed the video please hit the like button. Down in the description I always have my links to my bookstagram, my book twitter, my book blog and my goodreads and I shall see you tomorrow. Bye!